0: What does it mean? The title. As you set out to do almost anything in life, life as we live it in today's world, everyone will ask you, or they want you to classify into a genre, into a title, what is the meaning of what you're doing? What is your purpose? This series of podcasts are called Run It, Bear. And what the heck does that mean? And I'm going to take a quick disclaimer here, because I almost dropped one already. I do swear a little bit, so do be aware of that. I drop a few F-bombs. Not a lot. They tend to slip out, unintentionally. And sometimes intentionally. So do be aware of that. But back to my run it bear. I've told a number of people that I've been looking into doing a podcast. And the number one question I get is, what's it going to be about? And what's odd is different people who know me from different aspects of life all think it's going to be about that aspect that they know me you know how they you know whether it's rock climbing or whether it's doing some arts whether it's teaching yoga pilates Uh, I do counseling with people a little bit of private counseling so everybody thinks it's going to relate into that genre that they know me and that's what's so funny about how we tend to live our lives anymore it's We tend to classify ourselves. We tend to think we have to fit into a groove, into a slot, that we're supposed to be something. You you, You have to be this. You can't be this and that. You have to be this. And I'm not any of those things. I am what the moment is. We all are what the moment is. So run it bare. I told a number of people that this is what I was going to call it. They're like, what does that mean? Is that from, you know, running all your years of running and I will say that the term in the Gmail that I applied to it in the blog I used to write out of it, initially it, it, it arrived from Run It Bear because I was a minimalist runner, ran barefoot for seven, eight years, something like that. But it wasn't about running. Running bare was about, when I ran barefoot, it was about how you connected with the earth, how you connected with life, how you connected with everything around you. When you run in shoes, you tend to become disconnected. I fell into the habit, but I broke, I did break out of it, but most runners, and I'm not knocking runners in any way, but most runners are so, they're they're more concerned with their timing, with their watches, with their gear, with, you know, how many miles did I log, what was my heart rate, what did, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da, all this stuff, but what they're not in tune with is simply running, and that's so much running, just the the beauty of the connection of your surroundings. And what's odd is that a lot of shoes put you into paved trails, into set formats, um, which almost disconnects us. So run it bare, as I ran barefoot. When, if, if you ever run barefoot, walk barefoot, I don't care what you do, you're going to find that your focus returns immediately to your surroundings you become very attuned people would ask me a lot don't you step on things you know aren't you worried about that and I would always laugh and say well why would I step on something and they would look at you and be like well what if you know if you didn't see something and I said well why wouldn't I see it and, and what is odd is that they didn't understand because they're so used to shoes and so used to disconnecting from their environment. people we walk with our heads looking up, forward, earphones, um, you know basically we walk anymore, completely disconnected or isolated off from our world from life. you know people used to are not Used to tell me, they, they still tell me, you know, I can't run without music. I can't walk without music. I can't do, you know, I have to have music. And I'm like, well, you wouldn't need any of those things if you actually took your shoes off because when you do that, you become connected. You actually will be busy. Your mind will be extremely busy because you're watching what's in front of you you're paying attention you'll see the spiders the ants the little rocks you'll hear everything because your senses within within minutes of taking your shoes off our our feet have an enormous amount of sensors that that click with the brain i don't know the, the 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 science behind it i just know it's there and if you do it you will find that music and everything else actually becomes extremely distracting. So Run It Bare arrived from that thought process. It arrived from this thinking as I would be barefoot that isn't this what life is? Life is about going barefoot again, so to speak. It's about removing ourselves from everything that we're disconnecting with reality. It's about stripping that away again and just living life. Living it, running it bare. When you live, or what I would call a life bare, it doesn't mean that you, that you, you it doesn't mean like holding yourself up in a, you in a tree somewhere in a forest. That's, the idiots immediately always come back to me with that. And I call them the idiots because these are the people who immediately have to find, and, and, you, and everyone knows these people. Whenever you tell them something that's you know, out there, and by out there, I mean that's something that's exploratory to the head again, that, that pushes ourselves as people, as a species. They're the naysayers. They're the ones who always find. Well, you. What about this? Well, this could go wrong. Well, this could be this. Oh, what, you don't like any of this stuff. And it's like, shut the fuck up, seriously. Just shut up. Yeah, I know. We all know the extremes of everything. So you don't have to sit there and pound it into my head. So when I say run it bare, I'm not saying you have to shed everything and 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 you know live, you know, in a little tent somewhere in the side of a hill. What I'm saying is, it's okay though to have less, to strip ourselves down, so to speak, to open ourselves up. And not only is that a physical thing, it's a mental, emotional. So this podcast is called Run It Bare. The topic is everything. There's an old um, anybody watcher used to watch the Seinfeld TV series years ago. You know, they always joked that that show for a decade that it ran was about nothing. The whole plot was nothing. Every series, every show, episode was technically just about nothing. You know, just everyday nothingness. I'd kind of take a different approach. Mine is about everything. And it's the same every day, everything. There's thoughts that come to me. There, it, 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 I will I, arrange whatever the day I decide to hit record that morning or evening, whenever I do it, whatever topic is on my brain that moment, whatever is at the forefront of something that I think I want to talk about, that's what I'll talk about because I live my life bare. It is a run it bare because I just run it that way. I don't need a genre, I don't need a topic, I don't need any of these things because everything is out there, everything is available. Everything is of interest. It isn't that the cool aspect of all this. We get to live our lives the way we choose, with respect to those around us, with respect that there's stuff out there. you know. We, unfortunately, most of us, none of us actually, get to set the societal rules that we seem to need to obey. But you can also be free. You can think bigger. You can think outside of what's in front of you. So that's how Run It Bear evolved years ago. Where the term actually the Run It Bear I, it's just one of those terms I, I to be honest, I was out walking, probably jogging one day, trying to think of a website, um, a Gmail, something that, you know, just described everything that I just said. And I don't know, it just came I was like, man, it's just got a run it bear, man. And it came from there. And that's where the term is. That's what the show is called. It's about everything. And with that explanation, I'm going to touch on one little quick topic in this first episode now that I've given a little background. And I'll give more about who I am. The fact that I'm approaching 57. I already mentioned a little bit that I teach some yoga. A little bit of well, Matt Pilates is my thing. I like that a lot. I do some Life empowerment coaching, so to speak. And I really dislike the term coaching. You hear life coach and all this coach, 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 our teacher. I'm a life empowerment teacher. Coach, teacher. All this stuff has, doesn't it have an authoritative sound to it. You know, and, and I've yet to really find a better word. If I just say, well, I, do, I like to say, I just do life empowerment. And people are like, well, what do you mean you do it? You mean you go to it? or I go, no, I just do it with people. And they, they just, and they, they seriously, they just, like, what do you mean you do? Do what? I said, well, like, help them, help people. And they're like, oh, so you're a coach. I'm like, yeah, I'm a fucking coach. Yes, 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 okay. <laughs> and it's it just, I think we've got these, we have these terms We use these words, labels, I call them, teacher, coach. So for me, the reason I hesitate using those is because, I don't know, they just sound authoritative. Like, I am your teacher. You will be my student. And that's not really true. What I have is insights Through my life, through things I see, through others I talk to, I'm fortunate that other people talk to me, so I get an array of experiences that I can then assist, advise others through. And in that process, I'm always learning. I'm always gaining something from somebody else. Somebody talks to me and they'll say things and I'll be like, my God, I never thought about that. Oh, my gosh, I didn't even know that could occur. So those are some of the things that I do. Um, Do carpentry work. I do a number of things. I live in the Midwest, northeast Iowa. I don't, we'll we'll get touch on all that. I'm not going to be here real long. I've been here my whole life. Uh, Well, in Iowa my whole life. But I'm expanding out soon and shortly. But back to, I know I jumped around there a little bit, and I will do this. A um, couple other things I guess I do want to make note of because, well, I bounce around a little bit, but I'll try to stay on topic. These are usually recordings are just off the top of my head. I'm not editing, or I do extremely little editing. Because is, life isn't about editing. Life is this. This is what we all live. We cough. We hesitate. We use the wrong word every now and then. Are we, you will find moments where I just pause. And a lot of these pauses are just simply me looking for a word, looking for a way to better explain something. That's life. We, we seem to want to have everything smooth and perfect. You know, it, it, it's there is no perfect number one, but we everything is supposed to be streamlined. We got to take out all the little bloops and blunders and um, all the little you know coughs. I, I, I hear myself sometimes over breathing into the microphone, or I, I can do all this. You know, I just say something that's just really stupid, or I get totally off track. I mean, I just I walk around, I drink my coffee. And the stuff just comes out of my head. But isn't that real? I mean, I listen to a few other podcasts, not a lot. Um, I, I don't need to listen to a great deal of other ones. To you know, and this isn't about. I mean, somebody said to me, they're like, "Well, do you know how to podcast?" And I said, "Yeah, no, I don't know. What do you? You, you record something and you put it online." I don't. They're like, well, do you know how to edit everything down and how to smooth it all up? And I'm like, I don't know, how do you edit someone? Why would you edit someone? Why does it have to be perfect, clean? When you talk to someone in real life, you don't get to sit across from them and, you know, I mean, just envision this. Envision you're sitting at a table. You know, you're at a coffee shop and you're having coffee with somebody that you know pretty well or, you know, and they start to talk. You can't reach across and, like, reverse their brain process and reverse their words they just told you. You can't sit there and say, oh, excuse me, I have to edit you for two minutes because you're not perfectly smooth. You took a break in there. You actually had a, you you breathed, or you said a wrong word. Um, So I need to edit that because my poor precious ears can only handle a perfect word or a perfect statement. I mean, who the hell invented all this perfectness? Why do we need to be so clean, so crisp? I think that's why people don't talk very much anymore. I mean, really talk, communication, this. I come across people a lot and they simply don't know how to carry on a conversation. Because they're worried, they may say something wrong. They're worried, they may look flustered. They worry that, you know, they may not know what to say. I mean, why would I edit myself? I'm I'm not in. This is life. This is who I am. This is what I am. You get it raw. It's real. It's alive. It has emotion to it. So understand that when I do these, this is how it arrives. It arrives from the moment that I'm alive here. And all that goes back again to run it bare, which is Life is in that moment. It's what you feel. It's the emotion of the moment. It's as I stand here and talk and the topics that come to me. This is what we talk about. This is what life is. And back about five minutes ago before I got off on that little unediting topic, and it all comes into play here. You will find at some points my little talks go around in circles, it seems like. But they always come back together at the end. I was having a conversation the other day with someone I was introduced to. didn't really know the lady very well, but we were talking. And she mentioned to me that, you know, she said, like I said, I'm in my upper 50s. I'm going to be 57 here pretty soon. And she would be in her, I think she's in her upper forties. Anyway, she mentioned to me that she said, you know, I'm, I'm I'm a little different, Steve. I'm I'm a little I'm a little quirky. I'm a little odd. You know, I'm sitting there saying, okay, uh-huh. And you know, she goes, I you know, I'm not you know, I do things well not always normal. And I was like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And keep talking. And she goes, you know, I just, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm different in some ways, but I'm, I'm normal in other ways. You know, I'm just, I think a little different. And after she stopped, I looked at her and I smiled. And I said, what do you mean you're different? I mean, so you, this is what I kind of it back to her. I said, so you mean that you are not real good at just maintaining a single thought. You are not real good at just sitting your ass down or standing up, whatever we would do in today's world, at a particular job, at a particular thing, and just grinding out 50 years, 60 years of your life in a, in a field, so to speak. I looked at her and I said, so you're, you're telling me that you you look at something and you don't see what somebody says you're supposed to see. You feel on your own. You think on your own. And I said, this is what you're telling me. That you you, you struggle being what you would call normal. And she she goes, yeah, kinda. And I said, You do know that you're normal, right? I said, you're not supposed to just grind your life out. You're not supposed to just sit still. You're not supposed to look at something and see what everybody else sees. Because who the hell knows what everybody else sees? Somebody just said, this is what it is. This is what must be normal. I said, and who described normal? Who put normal out there? How did we get to a place in in, in our lives, into a world, a society, whatever, where we find that grinding 30, 40, 50, 60 years of your life into something, all to what? Get this glorious retirement day of 68 or 70, when you can retire and live another two years before you fall over and fucking die. And you want that in your life? And she looked at me and she goes, well, no, no, I don't want that at all. I I just, you know, I just, I'm different. I said, the fuck you're different? You're normal. I said, people who can do that, people who can just sit down and live their life in the same motion, the same thought process, never expand. Those people are fucked up. Those people need help. Nothing creative. The ability to talk into my phone, put some little thingy and push some buttons and somehow gets out to other people through Spotify, through whatever we do. All these things are created by people who considered themselves different. And you're not different. You're normal. Never, I told her. Never demean yourself. Never put yourself backwards because you're advanced. Never put yourself down. Never even mildly ridicule yourself. Because the moment you do that, I tell people, when I come across these lively people who are living their life bare, run it bare, who are living that way, and I hear them demean themselves, not intentionally, but they, 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 they joke about it. Oh, I'm different. <laughs> I'm a little weird. <laughs> I'm always like, don't ever do that. Ever. Because the moment you do that, the moment you say that, somebody else hears you who is also creative, who is also a free thinker, who is also wants something. But they look at you and say, well, I guess she's different or he's different, so I must be different. And then we all sit in this subculture of being different. And we allow ourselves to be pushed back, to go behind the very shit that we despise. And we put ourselves into a subculture. We put ourselves down. Like now we're, you know, we're, we're down here, really, because we can't be that. But what we're behind, we don't really like it anyway. It's a mixed up crazy thing. And I threw that little story out there as I end this first podcast. Because Run and Bear is simply about never putting yourself down. Never demeaning yourself. We are designed. Our species is designed to be free completely free, to wander, to explore. And I'm not naive enough to think that we can just all just pick up and wander around. It'd be great if we can, but we no longer have that ability to self-sustain us. We don't have enough nature. There's no, just. It's just gone. But we can live our lives bare. And by bare, I mean... We live our lives as we are, with pride. We don't put ourselves behind some other expectation that none of us even know where it came from. Left alone, the human species is innately good. We care about people. We're a social creature. We care about others. We'll nitpick. We'll infight a little. We'll protect our own a little. But by but by How would I say this? This is one of those moments I have to sit and pause for a second. I think by a natural instinct. We are good. We do care. We're happy. And by happy, I mean we all have emotional swings. I'll talk on this topic later because I I have a whole podcast I'll do on people who tell me I'm just a happy person. I'm like, shut the fuck up. I know everybody has emotions. Everybody nobody can be happy all the time, trust me. That that's that takes that there's something that that's a mess to be happy all the time. Back to Run It Fair. Live your life that way. These podcasts will be exactly that. They will be the moment off the top of my head. For the most part, unedited. For the most part, with no topic. Something will just come up and it's not unusual. I'll start talking about something and drift to something else and then make that the topic There'll be those who say, you know, it's hard to follow, it's hard to do this, you know, you, it, it it isn't I you know, it, it isn't perfect, as I touched before. And I will respond, thank you very much. I'm glad that I'm normal then. I'm glad that this will be the most normal podcast you've heard. Because normal is unedited, mostly unplanned, and real. Because that's what I am. I'm just real. And I make no pretense about being anything else other than that. Live your life bare. Run it bare. I don't run anymore. I stopped running about two years ago when I started climbing. And rock climbing completely consumes me now. I absolutely love it. But I will say this. Whether climbing or running... Walking, hiking, I don't care what you do. Do take your shoes off for a little bit. Seriously, take them off. You, you won't die, trust me. Move around. Feel. I, I, walk on the pavement. I don't give a crap. You don't have to walk on the grass. You don't have to dig your feet into anything. Just walk bare. Allow your feet to feel again. You'll understand what run it bear is, where it arrives from, what the mindset is by doing that. Touch things again. Let your feet feel, let your fingers feel, engage your mind. Take off the headphones and run your life bare. It's a beautiful aspect. Give it a shot. We'll pick this up again on the next episode when I have another coffee and we'll just go from there.